from the CPRI Knowledge Hub and CPRIHub.org. This is Research Minutes, a deep dive into new and important research in the realm of education. Today, we look at a new study of charter schools in New York State, which set out to determine how urban school districts are impacted when new charters open their doors. Pretty big debate out there right now how charter schools influence traditional public schools financially. You have proponents of charter schools who say that competition introduced by school choice will make traditional schools more efficient. On the other side, we have people who think that charter schools really gonna hurt traditional public schools and school districts. And what we were really interested in is who's right. We welcome Christian Borger, assistant professor with Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis, and lead author of a new study which found noteworthy impacts on districts in both the short and long term. So charter schools, they do increase the cost of providing education in traditional schools, but they also increase the efficiency in school districts. Berger sits down with CPRI director Jonathan Sapovitz to discuss his findings and their implications for policymakers, researchers, and the ongoing dialogue about school choice in the U.S. That's right now on Research Minutes. Hi, this is Jonathan Sapovitz, the director of the Consortium for Policy Research and Education at the University of Pennsylvania's Graduate School of Education. And today, I'm really happy to be joined by Christian Berger, assistant professor at the Paul H. O'Neill School of Public and Environmental Affairs at Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis. Christian, it's a great pleasure to have you. Yeah, thank you very much for your interest. Today, we're talking about Christian's new study that he co-authored with Syracuse University's Bob Bifulco, titled The Effects of Charter Schools on Districts, Student Composition, Costs, and Efficiency, The Case of New York State. Christian, what made you interested in this topic of charter schools and how they influence the school district's student composition, costs, and efficiency? Generally, we can say there's a pretty big debate out there right now how charter schools influence traditional public schools financially. And this debate is often very politically. And you have proponents of charter schools who say that competition introduced by school choice will make traditional schools more efficient. So it's not only the charter schools or schools of choice who compete with each other. They also will compete with traditional public schools. And by doing so, they make all schools in the system more efficient. And that's the general argument, the tide that lifts all boats. On the other side, we have people who are opposed to that view. And they think that charter schools really going to hurt traditional public schools and school districts. So and they, they will do so by reducing the number of students in traditional public schools. So they will lose economies of scale. On the other side, they also increase the number of students that have additional needs. For instance, because they're poor, they have limited English proficiency, or they have a certain disability. So the argument here is that the charter schools cream skin, so they take the students out of the traditional schools who don't have these additional needs. And what we were really interested in is, you know, who's right? Is it proponents? Is it the opponents? Maybe they're both right. And so that really led to us thinking about this study. Before we get into these three different dimensions of what you looked at in terms of composition, costs, and efficiency, let's just talk a little bit about the data set that you had because it seems like it's a pretty phenomenal data set. It runs for 16 years and your data come from New York State. So tell us a little bit about the data that you had to try and address your questions. So I think it's important to say that we have 14 treated districts. So districts that will get a charter school in New York State during that level. And we exclude New York City because we don't have the data we need. 
So we have 14 treated districts. They will get a charter school at some point in that observed time period. And we have 14 control districts. And these 14 control districts, they're very close to in their characteristics to the treated districts. They're all urban districts. They all have a very high share of poor students, for instance. And that's why we choose them as a control district. So this is a subset of the districts in New York State, and they trend towards more urban districts? Yeah, exactly. Charter schools locate in areas that are more urban, and they're located in areas that are rather poor, you can say. And so what we did is we, we looked into the characteristics of the school districts that have charter schools and matched them very closely to districts that don't have charter schools. So we came up with the 14 treated districts and the 14 control districts. And it adds up to 48 observations in total. The first question that you ask is, what's the impact of charter schools on student composition and enrollment in traditional public schools? So you used this technique called a difference-in-difference score or difference-in-difference comparison. And here you're comparing the districts that did not have charter schools to a period where charter schools were introduced. So this is interesting because here you can kind of make a claim about whether charter schools cause a change in student composition inside a traditional district. Yeah, I think generally we not only say something about cost and efficiency, we also say something about uh, how charter schools influence student composition. And there, there is a literature on it, and we're also contributing on that. And the idea is that the question that we ask, in absence of the charter school, what would have been the share of poor students in the district? And if we compare that counterfactual then with what actually happened. And that, for instance, is how we find the 3% increase in poor students after charter school moves into the school district. I see. So essentially, the proportion of poor students increases by 3% in the traditional school district as a result of the charter schools moving into that district's area. Yes. So, so what you can say is that charter schools enroll less poor students and poor is measured by free lunch, students uh, receiving free lunch. That kind of plays in, into the hands of the, of the people who are opponents uh, right of charter schools and who argue that charter schools cream skim. So they take out students who are non-poor out of the traditional schools and enroll them more in the charter schools. Okay. So let's move to your second question, where you were trying to look at the effects in student composition and enrollment that are caused by charter schools on district costs. Yeah. So um, so, so what we do is we take these difference and difference estimates if you have the, the 3% poor students that increase in the traditional public schools. Then we take the estimate we have from our cost function approach, and then we, we get a cost estimate. And the cost estimate for, for these poor students then is $500 per pupil, which is not small. That is what we measure. So you have a performance goal, and you want to reach the same performance goal that you were reaching prior to the child's goal, but now it's going to cost you $500 per pupil more. I see. So your third question really looks at the question of the impacts of charter schools on school district efficiency. So did charters have any impact on school district efficiency at all? They actually did. And we, we measured an impact on, on efficiency that was $800 per pupil in the first four years after charter school entry and 1500 in the years five to eight after charter school entry. So we see that the efficiency effect is increasing over time. And what you can think of is that it takes traditional schools some time to adjust to charter schools and having charter schools in their district. And that is why we see greater charter school effects or efficiency effects in the later years. 
And what we can do now is we can compare these efficiency effects that I just talked about with the cost effects. And what we find is that in the short term, the cost effect is much greater than the efficiency effect. So the net of both is $800 to $900 per pupil that you have to spend more after charter school entry for the first four years. Then when you look into years five to eight, both effects pretty much cancel each other out. So you have effects on cost and efficiency that are about the same size. You, you gain nothing, but you also lose nothing. And that is an estimate on the average. Yes, we were also interested not only in the timing, but also in districts that have more or less child school enrollment. And we find that districts will have high shares of child school enrollments, so over 10% in 2014, which is the last year that we look at. These have actually much greater efficiency increases than, than other districts. And it's, it's likely that in these districts, when you have a lot of child school enrollment, you may be closed schools or you're offering less classes and things like that, right? So if you have just one charter school, the, the one charter school will take out two or three students out of that grade level, school A, will take out two or three students, same grade level, school B, and so on and so forth. So there's no no way also for traditional public school to reduce the cost because you still have to employ the same number of teachers and administrators. So it's very hard to react to that. But if you have large child school enrollments, you maybe don't offer as many classes. You maybe close the school and things like that. So they can react differently about the appearance of a charter school. And what we find that in these districts that have large charter school enrollments, that the efficiency effect is actually greater than the cost effect. And we reduce spending by $1,500 per pupil, which is pretty large effect. So one thing that's so fascinating about your study is that many, many of the studies of charter schools really focus on student performance, but you're looking at the competition effects, I guess, of introducing charter schools into an area. So what do you think are some of the implications that you see in light of the ongoing debate of public versus school choice and the potential impacts of charter schools? So the first thing to it is that we have to say that the opponents and the uh, proponents of, of charter school policies, they're both right. So charter schools, they do increase the cost of providing education in traditional schools, but they also in increase the efficiency in school districts. What we can also say that the cost effects are a larger short term and also a larger in, in districts that have only small charter school enrollment. We also can see that both effects kind of cancel each other out in the average district, but we also see that the efficiency effects are greater in, in districts that have larger child school enrollments. What we do is generally in the paper, we, we provide a conceptual classification, how we should think about efficiency and also costs. And we also contribute to the general thinking and the literature on how charter schools impact student composition. For instance, they increase the number of poor students in the traditional schools. They decreased enrollment in traditional schools quite a bit. They increased the number of students with disabilities in traditional schools. But interestingly, for, for New York State, they actually decreased the, the number of students with limited English proficiency in traditional schools. So that means that the charter schools that were specifically enrolling students with limited English proficiency, so that the share of these students in traditional schools actually declined after charter school entry. And so we're providing also to that area of research, but also you can see uh, also implications for, for policy here. I see. So are you going to investigate this area of charter schools further? 
Yeah, so we focused on the district level, as we talked about, but we didn't have a chance to look into schools by themselves. So we cannot really observe if traditional public schools change programs, for instance, or if they, if they close schools and things like that. And I think that's an area of research that we could look at in the next step. The results we have, they're very specific for New York State. New York State has a specific child school program that comes with a certain institutional settings, for instance, for the application, you know, how to open a child school, but also for the, for the monitoring of, of child schools. Another thing is that in New York State, the area we observed, almost all schools are nonprofits. And then the question is, for instance, in Michigan, we have a lot, a lot of for-profit schools, and that can change the relationship on the effects on cost and efficiency quite a bit. So and these are all areas for future research. There are very rich opportunities, I think, to both extend and to even replicate some of your work as well as to go deeper, as you suggest, within school kind of influences. Christian, this has been a really interesting study and a great chance to, to learn from you. Again, the, the study that we've been talking about was in the April 2019 issue of Economics and Education, and it's called The Effect of Charter Schools on District's Student Composition, Cost, and Efficiency, the case of New York State. And I've been speaking to Christian Berger, and he produced this study with his co-author, Bob Bifulco. Christian, great to talk to you today. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much for your interest. Thanks for listening to this week's Research Minutes presented by the CPRI Knowledge Hub. For more episodes, or to subscribe to this series, visit us at cprehub.org. That's c-p-r-e-hub.org. To share thoughts on today's episode, or to suggest future topics, follow us on Twitter at cprehub.